Hey folks, welcome to the water cooler. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube, and Leva, tell us the performance of the day. How's it going? Yeah, my performance of the day, it's actually baseball related here. It's a uh, May 6, 1998. It's a uh, Kerry Wood at 20 strikeouts in one game as a 21-year-old. Jeez. It was a 20 strikeout game, but they had one hit, and it, Cubs ended up winning. But he had 122 pitches, and 84 of those were strikes. That's insane. Yeah, that was one of the greatest pitching performances of all time. If he didn't have an, if he didn't, if he would have had a no hit, twenty strikeout game, <laughs> that'd go down in history as one of the greatest. Yeah, imagine being one of those. I feel like baseball's the sport that has the most of this. Just like a one game wonder, where yeah, it's like you'll have some, some like, random pitcher throw a no hitter. Yeah, or like they, they just have the most random stat line, like. Yeah. The first player to ever do this on a Tuesday night at 7.45. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. Some of those ESPN trivia things they do can be pretty down the rabbit hole sometimes. Yeah, it makes no sense to me. We got a lot to talk about. Yeah, man. First things up, Kevin Durant, what do you think? For those of you who don't know, <laughs> he recently gave the Brooklyn Nets an ultimatum. Said either fire Steve Nash and the GM... Or, or fire them and I'll stay. Don't fire them. I want to be traded still. If that's not the most Kevin Durant move I've ever heard in my life, then I don't know what is. You know, I didn't think it was possible for me to lose any more respect for him, but yeah. somehow he keeps finding ways. I mean, every week it's something different. Especially when he's the reason Steve Nash is the coach of the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. <laughs> like, he specifically asked, because Steve Nash was a coach on the Warriors. He wanted Steve Nash to come with him to coach. Yeah. Like, KD just always gets what he asks for, can't capitalize, and blames the pieces around him for it, despite the fact he put those pieces into place. What is your prediction on what they'll do? I mean, honestly, I think KD is going to have to stay put. Well, actually, I'll take that back. Well, he'll stay put because they're going to fire Steve Nash and the GM, make them the scapegoat for the Nets players not being able to capitalize and convert. And that's how it always goes. Coaches are expendable when it comes to a coach versus a star player. Yeah. That's just, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's more than likely nine times out of ten what's going to happen. But I just, I don't know, man. That's that's a hard pill to be able to swallow if you're like Steve Nash and the GM. Even as a player, it's like, it's a hard pill to swallow. And if I were the Nets owner, I would stick up for Steve Nash and the GM. It doesn't set a good precedent. Exactly. It's one thing where we can, like Tom Brady, Bruce Arians, yet everybody knows Brady forced him to retire. But there's still that, like, it's not official that that's what happened. Like, at least keep it discreet. But just, like, yeah. straight up power playing a coach for the mm-hmm. world to see, like, you can't let that slide. No, that's, that's just a dirty, a very dirty move, in my opinion. Because, I mean, say they do fire Steve Nash, and the Nets coach that comes in, how can he ever feel secure in his position? Yeah. Knowing dang good and well that, hey, if KD's here, then my job's in jeopardy. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. Just another saga in the exactly. Kevin Durant. Another thing is about this, 
how does like how does he wake up every day knowing he's just playing all these people like every day he's just playing someone else or some other group of people i don't know man you you think if you look in the mirror and you realize you're on a team with Kyrie Irving and somehow you're the problem that 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 yeah. make you what wake very up true. and do something different yeah very true very true about that which it's it's actually mind-boggling at the fact that Kyrie hasn't made any noise in the last couple of weeks. I know he's. I, last I heard, he said he wanted to stay in mm-hmm. Brooklyn, and that was it. I did read on TikTok today that Kyrie to the Lakers isn't off the table, but who knows how accurate TikTok is? Yeah, his source is TikTok, and I don't know how much I trust you. I see. The... I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, no, apparently, Kyrie Irving shares Kevin Durant's disdain for Steve Nash and Sean Marks, according to Clutch Points Online. Sure. But I mean, cry me a river, Kyrie was a part of the yeah. group that asked for them to come too, so he's no innocent victim in that. No, not at all. That's, I don't know, it's just, like I said, it's just always something new with him. Like, it's constantly, if it's not this person it's that person it's not that person it's this person like when is he gonna stop pointing fingers I mean do you like at that point at this point can't you ever stop pointing fingers well that would require them to be adults and take responsibility for their own actions which I don't know if they're capable of doing I really don't either dude I, I couldn't imagine making that much money and still being so unhappy yeah no it's crazy <laughs> it's you pay me that kind of money, I'll go out there and run suicides until the game starts, and then after the game, I'll continue to run. I love when they cut to when like a star player is on the bench or something, and they're doing that elliptical bike on the sidelines. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I, I don't know, man. It's just Kevin Durant is constantly putting himself in just such a bad rep. Like, his reputation now is just so, in my opinion, it is so bad. Yeah, and he hasn't done anything that he can be praised for from a personality standpoint obviously yeah, on the right. court you can praise him for just you being insanely yeah, talented respect. but since 2016 like ever since he's gone to the Warriors it's been one terrible decision after another and it's been it's just making the, like the biggest snowfall effect I've ever seen because I remember when we were younger like when LeBron was the bad guy in Miami Kevin Durant was like the NBA's hero. Yeah, he was a good guy. Everybody's favorite player, stand-up guy, you know. Everybody loved him. And now it's just to see how far he's fallen. It's crazy. Okay, well, we that's a really good thing you just got into talking about because, you know, we see it. It's like a generational thing almost. It's like, who's the next guy up? And all this, like LeBron. And then now it's KD. Like, I want to know. I wonder what, or at least what you think, who the next bad guy is going to be in the NBA from, like, I guess this newer generation coming up. I don't think it's going to be Giannis. Giannis is too, too, he's already got his ring, so he shouldn't leave Milwaukee anytime soon. Too good of a guy. Uh, I can see it being Luka. Yeah, very true. Luka or Zion. Because Zion's already making noise, wanting to leave the Pelicans. Yeah, I would want to get out of there, too, if I was him, dude. That would be rough. I would, too. I mean, just the Pelicans, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, they're just they're just the Pelicans. That's really all you got to <laughs> say. Like, I don't know. <laughs> anybody would just, 
why anybody would want to play with them. But I, th- I think either Zion or Luca. What about you? Yeah. I agree with the Luca thing. You know, I uh, I see him. I don't know if he'll stay there for as long as he. Everybody thinks he will. So I definitely people think people would be like, oh, but I don't know. Like, it's a really good question to ask around, just because like definitely would say Luca. But honestly, like I see Jokic becoming the bad guy. See, I don't think people care enough about Jokic for him to be a bad guy. Like he's got to be the worst two-time MVP in basketball history. History, yeah. It's like imagine being a two-time MVP, not being a top-five player in the league, not being a superstar, not making it to the finals, or even like to the. Did he make it to the conference finals this year or last year? In the bubble was the last time they did. And even then, like, that was more of the Jamal Murray show than the Jokic exactly, show. Exactly, dude. He dropped like, 50 in the bubble. Like, I just, I don't know, imagine having two-time NBA MVP on your resume and nobody cares about you. That's true. Except like, for, like, the hardest core basketball diehards. Yeah. And, like, the European fans and shit. Yeah, because I saw some YouTube video. It was, like, why Nikola Jokic is the best NBA center of all time. And, like, you can't make that argument, like... Never. And then, you know, that would say the finesse. Like, oh, he can pass, he can set picks, like, he can rebound. I don't care, like, I'm still taking Patrick Ewing over Jokic, like, no hesitation. I feel that, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily take Patrick Ewing. I would just, I I wanted to use an example of a center who wasn't, like, Shaq or Hakeem. Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously, but, like, I would, I would sit and think about it hard, feel between Ewing and Jokic. I, don't know, I would I would put him. He's he's such a hard player to like try to rank because don't get me wrong, his like you said the, the passing and all that stuff a one the shooting a one but like I don't know there's just something about him in those big moments he just can't come through. He is S A W F T soft. Like Shaman. Like Shaman Ultra Strong. Or Charmin Ultra Soft. Howard. Dwight Howard Soft. That's the name of this. That's the name of this episode. Dwight Howard Soft. <laughs> Dude, I remember. Remember when Shaq made that rap about Kobe? That was one of my <laughs> favorite moments from sports history. That's funny. I forgot all about that. I remember when that broke. I was like probably nine years old watching Sports Center. And just saw that highlight and repeat for the whole day. And I learned a lot of stuff about rap music as a nine-year-old that day. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Sports Center used to be the best. It, stay, it still does, but like, <clears throat> stays on repeat all the time. That used to be the greatest. Yeah, no, nothing, nothing beats just sitting and watching. Because especially when they would loop. And you know, like, you'd see the same stories over and over at a over certain point. Over again, from 12 a.m. to 6 a.m. Like, you could just chill, listen to that. It was great. <laughs> yeah, dude, but I don't know. I uh, I see a bunch of bad, like, nah. Would just, you count Ben Simmons as, like, a potential future bad guy? Or has he already achieved bad guy status? I guess I would say he's kind of like he already achieved it. I would say that, too. And I don't think I mean, he's, he's good enough to be, like... Exactly. The main bad guy of the league. Yeah, you just stole exactly what I was going to say. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, he's well known, all this stuff, but, like, he's not worth putting a label on, like, the bad guy of the league. Yeah, did you see what Jason Tatum was saying today? No. 
he somebody asked him about the KD stuff again. Oh, and he yeah. was like, yeah, man, that's just Brad Stevens doing his job. Can't fault him for that. Very politically correct answer there. Very. Sounds like somebody told him what to say. Yeah. I wonder how can that happens if, like, the Celtics PR team just sends him, like, a tweet or a text, like, hey, man, just read this off. Shut the yeah. people up. I'm sure they, like, meet up with him before they go to the interviews and stuff and tell him what to say. But I'm I don't know. Tell them how much behind the scenes really goes on that you have no idea about. As much as we've been trashing KD, I can't wait to watch this 30 for 30 miniseries in like 20, 30 years. Yeah, that's going to be crazy. When, uh, like the Jason Tatum thing, there's not really much news out of it, but I figure it was worth touching on. Mm-hmm. Now, something that was very newsworthy Deshaun Watson. Six oh, yeah, game suspension. Explain to me how Calvin Ridley loses a whole season for betting $1,000 while Deshaun Watson only gets six games for all the stuff he's accused of doing. In what world does that make sense? I have no idea. Like, I really don't because it's such a crazy topic to talk about with the Deshaun Watson thing because, like, realistically speaking, who actually... Who really knows, like, what all really truly happened, but I don't know, it just, it's just a crazy situation, to say the least. I don't get why they didn't just put him on the commissioner's exempt list until the court case is settled, and then decide what to do with him. Well, do you think six games is too much, or do you think it's enough? I think if he's being suspended, it means they're assuming he's pretty much guilty, right? Then that's not enough. Like in no yeah, way, well, like it's like twenty four, twenty out of the twenty four cases or something like that. Well, it's like I said, like if Calvin Ridley loses a whole season for betting a thousand dollars, and that's that's it. Like oh, how yeah, can? Uh, yeah, I, I dude, I, it definitely should be reversed in my opinion. But like I said, I don't, I don't make the rules and all that. But I definitely don't see it being. I guess you'd say fair. Oh, it's definitely I mean, it's just, not. Yeah, yeah, it's just doesn't. It's not fair to, in any right state you think about it. But at the same time, you also the only thing I can really take about all that is how much of that was actually true with the whole Deshaun Watson thing. Yeah, so I mean, even Ray Rice only got two games when he had his whole situation. Yeah, and that's another thing too. It's like. If you look back at recent, or I mean not recent, but like the past, things like that that have happened, the NFL has never really taken like a serious punishment or like given a serious punishment for that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, they need to come up with better like rules for what, like, Ray Rice got like video footage of him beating his girlfriend two games. Tom Brady is accused of deflating some footballs four games. Calvin Ridley made a thousand dollar bet a whole season, and apparently Deshaun Watson is accused of being a serial sexual assault, like sexual predator, and he gets six games. So there needs to be some kind of formula here because it's all over the place. It's bad. Like when you put it into that, and like you really go deep into it, and you know, kind of explain it like that, it just it almost makes you sick to think about. I guess the rules of the NFL and all that stuff and their guidelines and I don't know. I just it kind of gives off 
not a bad taste in my mouth with the NFL, but like you're saying, like you do, you need to work on that shit somehow. Yeah, because I mean, like I don't know, they got to fix something with that. And speaking of the suspensions, though, do you think Brady should have gotten suspended? No, because realistically speaking, at the end of the day, like there's not too much going on. I mean, it was kind of shady, but like, for those of you who don't know. The the Dolphins owner was suspended for what like six games, two, or like half the season, and fined like a million dollars for tampering with Tom Brady in twenty nineteen and this recent off season when Tom Brady retired for like three weeks. So I mean, it takes two to tamper. So if you're gonna suspend him and fine him. You gotta at least find Brady. Like, you can't get off scot yeah, free. You can't. You can't. Definitely can't just let him off the hook and not just say, like, "I don't know." You, you're not. No, we're not gonna do anything. You're fine. Like that. That obviously can't happen. But. But it did. It did. Yeah. Yeah, but it did. I guess being the goat has its privileges. Yeah, that's another thing too. Like, it just goes back to the flight gate. Like realistically speaking, how many people in the NFL today would be fined, banned? Etc. from the league for doing something like that. And there's, I know Brady wasn't involved, but Spygate too. That was, yeah. If it was anybody else, probably would have got banned. It was Bill Belichick, so you gotta let it slide. Hey, when you got money like that and the rings they do, I guess you can do whatever you want. In a similar note, like, do you remember when Jordan went and played baseball? Do you think he was secretly suspended, or do you think he actually wanted to go play baseball? There was something there that made him want to go play baseball, obviously, and it pushed him to go do it, but at the same time, he knew that there was some... Investigation. Yeah, he knew there was something up. Yeah, I, I could be convinced. I know in the last dance, he said it wasn't a suspension, but of course, that's what he would say, you know? Yeah. Why, why would you not? It is funny in documentaries like that, it's when they have to ask him the tough questions like that, which you already know before... They answer what they're gonna say. You just like you have to ask it, just to get yeah. something on the record. It's like imagine if he's like, "Oh yeah, I was suspended. Had y'all fooled for thirty years, didn't I?" <laughs> That's exactly how that rides. I don't know, dude. It's just the NFL whack sometimes. Like, when you think about it, dude. It's they're America's like, it's America sport. That's I mean, I, it's, just, it's not like like obviously I love the NFL and whatnot, but. So I guess what I'm trying to say is like their rules and stuff are just <clears throat> whack. Yeah. It's, I would love to sit and read the NFL rule book. I feel like they got some crazy stuff in there. The tuck rule, stuff like that. Yeah. Well, the, like, yeah, in the catch, like what's actually a catch and what's not, and all that kind of stuff was just with Dev Bryant and all that stuff happened to him. That was, they just did that so bad. I've got a question for you. If you could be in charge of the rule book for any sport, what sport would you go with? Oh, golf. Okay, any sport aside from golf, what would you go with? Uh, um, probably basketball because oh. I would make it way more intense than what it is now. Brain back like, 90s basketball? Like, you get two elbows a game. <laughs> no technic- you get a technical foul, but that's only if you do some like absurd stuff. Yeah, if you're not throwing hands, then it's not a foul. Yeah, like, I will personally make it my, like, I would make it my mission to bring 
pretty much the UFC and the NBA together and <laughs> just absolutely let it ride. The National Basketball and Fighting Association. <laughs> I'd watch it. You know, in the early days of basketball, they actually used to play it in a steel cage, and it was considered a boring game if nobody bled. Like, actually, after this podcast, I'll upload a picture to the Instagram of, like, cage basketball. It's insane. Let's bring it back. Definitely should. But back to football. What are your thoughts on this upcoming college season? Oh, buddy, I'm excited. You know, the top 25 came out. You see that today? Yes, I did. I can't believe they got Bama number one. Alabama's back in first where we belong. That's so annoying. That's what Georgia's third, Ohio State's second. Clemson and Clemson at number four. I just don't see them being as good as they have them ranked this year. No, I can't believe. I don't know. Utah's number eight. That seems kind of random. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of these schools that are now like being able to do the NIL deals and stuff, they're like they're actually able to, you know, kind of low key pay for these kids to come and play for. Yeah. Them. Ole Miss is twenty-four. How the mighty yeah. have fallen. Anything old Miss does crazy, dude. Yeah, definitely. So, okay, my prediction for this upcoming college season, I'm taking a rematch. Georgia-Bama again. You think so? Yep. Uh, I think it'll be Ohio State-Alabama. Really? Yeah. I mean... Ohio State's going to be insane. If anything, it'll be Ohio State-Alabama, but if anything, it'll be Ohio State and Georgia. Huh. Uh, there's but, a dog fan uh, in you. Huh? I uh, said so I need the dog fan in you come out. Oh yeah, like I'm not. I'm obviously do not want Alabama to win whatsoever. But do I think that they have chip on their shoulder this year? Oh, of course I do. And do I think that Ohio State's probably one of the better teams that we're gonna see come out of college football? I do. So I mean, I just see both of them. This is being realistic. Yeah, I don't know. The thought of being a Georgia fan for 18 years, nothing to show for it, being an Alabama fan, and Georgia finally beats Alabama, just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. So, I don't know. We definitely got to beat Georgia this year. Get it out. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. If we see each other in the SEC championship, then there's a chance we'll definitely see each other in the national championship. But I don't know, man. Alabama and Georgia is probably the best rivalry in college football over the last five or six years. Yeah, for sure. Better than Alabama and Clemson was a pretty good one. Yeah, I know. I can't wait till Texas and Oklahoma get in the SEC, like, officially. Or was it, like, 2024-2025? And they have to redraw the lines. We'll be playing y'all a lot more. Yeah, a lot more. I don't think necessarily that they'll... I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do that. It's going to be tough. Yeah. They'll have to to come to y'all. Both of them will have to be in the West. For sure. I just don't, I don't know. It'll be really hard to, I guess you'd say like, I don't even know how to explain it. It'd be hard to say now what like the divisions and all that are going to be. Yeah, no. They're definitely going to have their hands for you drawing the lines, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, um, but like I said, uh, those three teams, one of them are going to win. It's funny how it seems like you could say that just about every year. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm going to switch out, like, Georgia, 
with like Clemson or Oklahoma or Ohio State with somebody else every now and then, and it's yeah. pretty much like the same collection of teams in every sport are always the ones who are gonna win, yeah. except for football. That seems like the one where you can see some just like random like teams pull off win like championships every now and then. Not necessarily football because I mean it's been SEC since there's only been one team. I'm talking NFL. Oh yeah, yeah, NFL for sure because I mean anybody can win that shit. Yeah, NFL baseball is pretty much a coin flip every year too. Yeah, for sure. Basketball, they might as well just get rid of every franchise except for the Bulls, Lakers, Warriors, Spurs, Celtics, and Heat. Yeah. Imagine if they did that. Take it back to his roots. Have like a ten-team league. I, that honestly, that would be better. Because yeah, I mean, like, who cares? Down. Like, who cares about the Sacramento Kings or the Clippers? Yeah. Like, you'd get rid of a lot of just wasted games, and the teams would be deeper. Yeah, they, you know, it's all about money to them, though. Oh yeah, they definitely see their financials mm-hmm. drop by like seventy-five percent. Yeah, easily. <laughs> but I mean, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Okay, I've got a more philosophical question for you. What do you think makes something a sport? We were, I was discussing earlier with somebody. Like, you ever notice how it seems like bowling, volleyball, stuff like that nobody cares about? Mm-hmm. But, like, people love basketball, baseball, football. Like, why does nobody care about professional bowling and, like, just activities like that as much? It's the... Uh... Well, nowadays, definitely the media attention and all that stuff. But I guess just for how, I don't know, for how long it's all been around. So I'm not saying volleyball and all that hasn't been around this as long, if not longer. But they're just, I don't know, they're more more appealing sports, I guess. On that note, too, though, would you consider NASCAR a sport? Yeah. What about checkers? Mm, that one's hard. It depends if you're playing competitively. Yes. Uh, the, so you would consider the World Series of checkers or poker, something like that, a sport? Damn, that's hard. It's interesting. I never really put like too much thought in until today about like, what actually makes something like a sport versus like just an activity. Yeah. Oh, another thing too. My biggest thing when it comes to like what's a sport is like kind of had to be active and also like it's got to be a team molded thing. And it had to, to be extent. team, because then to you got boxing, UFC. Well, like, not necessarily has to be a team. Okay, well, in boxing, UFC, you have a corner. Like, you have your people, and you have your... Yeah, but your corner man's like not getting punched in the face. I know it's one-on-one fighting and stuff like that, but it's a combat sport. I get that. But also, these fighters aren't just, like, training by themselves, doing all this stuff by themselves, just like in basketball, you know, you like... Yeah, I mean, in NASCAR, you have a pit crew. Exactly. So, like, it's, if, in my opinion, it needs to, like, somewhat have to be necessarily, like, it doesn't necessarily have to be, but considerably, you have to have a team. I have to fucking, it's so hard because the being active, like, golf, you, you're not active. Yeah. Well, you are, but, I mean. Not, like, um, a lot. Yeah, exactly. Which, you're walking 18 holes. Swinging a club, that's pretty active, don't get me wrong. Well, I mean, a lot of times they're not walking 18. I guess guess what I'm saying, like, like, like the pace of the game, like the up-tempo, that kind of stuff. 
<laughs> There'll be a lot of people say baseball don't count as a sport, then if you're going well, by pace go, of the yeah, game. Exactly, and you take it to that, and it's just like, so, I don't really know. Like, I guess, yeah, I don't know. Sounds like we might be having to cover a lot more activities on this podcast. <laughs> no kidding. Coming up next, sweep the World Series of Checkers. Our thoughts. Yeah, right. Andrew Tate, top G. <laughs> I actually, I think it's something to do about barrier to entry. Of like, anybody can just sit down and like play a game of checkers or go bowl. So I think that's why people don't really rate them as highly as like activities or sports, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I don't know, just some yeah. food for thought for the listeners out there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and like, obviously there's like very different levels to it. Like the, I guess the word sport too as well. Yeah. Because obviously you have baseball, basketball, football and all that. And then lower level would be like bowling, tennis, all that kind of stuff. And then you have the in-between sports. So there's definitely ranks and tiers to that kind of stuff. And what considers it, what makes it like a certain kind of sport, you know, Dude, I was just looking up like a Bleacher Reports blockbuster NBA trades that can still happen. You know what they got on here? They have Raptors get Donovan Mitchell potentially. Uh, Kyrie potentially goes to the Lakers. And Kevin Durant potentially goes to the Hawks for John Collins, Deontay Hunter, Okong Wu, and AJ Griffin. Dude, that'd be insane. Yeah, that's... Imagine if that happened. I would have to take back every bad thing I've ever said about Kevin Durant. Yeah, we really kind of would. I, know, I probably wouldn't. He'd, he'd still yeah, be a wuss, but he'd be yeah. our wuss. Yeah, we'd have to accept him. It'd kind of be like Draymond Green. Like, I can't stand Draymond Green, but if he was on my team, I would like him a lot more. Yeah. yeah also, I'm just... Well. I'm looking at my laptop right now. It says with his suspension, Deshaun Watson will lose around $345,000 of his $230 million contract. Wow. That's not even like, that's nothing. That's like giving somebody 100 bucks and taking like 50 pennies from him. Dude, I just got an update on the NFL and Aaron Rodgers. What was that? NFL approves of Rodgers' drink. Have you, did you hear about that video? No. He said that he would, he had taken something or drank something, and uh, it's like a, it's a hallucinant, hallucinant, no, whatever you know what I'm trying to say. It makes you hallucinate yeah. shit. It's all trippy. And he said he drank it, and it was like, it cleared his mind and all this kind of stuff, and it made him, like, it was the best season he's ever had after he drank it. And the league says that if they approved it, that he's allowed to drink it, and it's not a violation of their drug policy. So Aaron's got some special stuff. <laughs> Aaron's got the Aaron special drink. <laughs> Imagine if he started selling that stuff. Instead of Gatorade, just Aaron Rodgers' special stuff. Yeah, Aaron's special drink. wonder what's in it. It's, it's crazy. It's called Ayahuasca. It's like... I heard it before, but it's not like I don't know. Exactly I just what it is. I just put this in a calculator. Deshaun's fine is point zero zero one five percent of his contract. So that wouldn't even be like taking fifty pennies. That'd be like taking a fifteenth of a penny from him. 
Isn't it crazy? That's, I don't even know what to say about that. I'm not going to lie to you. Imagine making so much money where 200 or 340 something thousand dollars is just like, eh. It's like me going and filling up my tank. It's like, oh, that would be like me, like, oh, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I wouldn't even know what to do if I lost that much money, if I ever had that much money. You know how I bet can't stand these gas prices right now? Floyd Mayweather. You know, he always posting about his, like, car garage and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine being Floyd. He's probably about to lose about a couple thousand, hundred thousand. Yeah, that's miserable. But when you got money like them, I think the last thing you're worried about is gas prices. That's true. You'll just find some clubs in L.A. to advertise for on his Instagram for mm-hmm. a month to have it back. That's very true. Dude, Floyd, I love Floyd's Instagram. It's just one of those things, like, I feel like he's going to be 70, 80 years old. He'll be like Ric Flair. He'll still just be posting advertising for clubs. He's oh, like, yeah. man, I'm still money. I'm still money, Mayweather. <laughs> but, no, that's that's crazy. I think that about wraps up all I got for you. Any other yeah. breaking news you got to talk about? I don't, man. I'm good. All right, well, it was nice talking to you, man. You as well. I'll hear from you soon. Yeah, see y'all.